Kingsman The Secret Service. Is it the James Bond for 2015? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Popscorn, the Foul Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Kingsman, The Secret Service, a new movie by Mark Miller, creator of Kick-Ass. Um, no, sorry, that's Mark Millar, creator of Kick-Ass, directed by Matthew Vaughan, director of the Kick-Ass movie. I'm joined, as always, by Darren Guttridge. Hello. Hi. And I'm Mike Owen. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and I'm Mike Owen, obviously, as you might know. Now, think about Kingsman. I'm not that I want to kick straight into the review, because we'll come into general thoughts first, but the thing about Kingsman is... Um, how do I put it? I'm shocked. Mm. I'm just really shocked. Mm. Okay, this is this is my opening remark. Mm. I'm shocked at how good it was. Mm. <laughs> okay, first things first, Michael. Yes. I'll move this. This is Star Trek Into Darkness. Ah, okay. Now, the running joke has been on this podcast, and I keep telling you I'm going to lend it to you, because you don't think it's going to be very good, even though I've told you several times that it is. And now... After I've been proved right about Kingsman's Secret Service, you are now going to take this home, watch it, and be proved right. Prove wrong? Prove me right again. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay. Right. So, um, thanks for that lovely gift. You're welcome. Also, just to um, uh, cover a, a, a... What's the word I'm looking for? A misfact? That's not on about. Misinformation that I said last podcast, or a few podcasts ago. Yes. Uh, Matthew Vaughan didn't direct Kick-Ass 2. No, he didn't. And that would explain... And I was like, oh, no, no, there's still nothing wrong with Kick-Ass 2. I still think that, that that's another running debate. We need, the running debate, another joke, that we need to have that debate eventually. I think we should have that now. Because no, 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 no. Well, this is a Mark Miller film. We're here to talk about Kings, we're not here to talk about Kick-Ass 2. Yes, we are, but we can do it really quickly because I'm writing your rule. No, I think it would make a great show. So oh, okay, we'll save, save that for it. We'll save for a disagreements. Yes. Plug! Yay. Oh, that's a great disagreement. Why did we never think of that on the first disagreement I episode I did? We could have done Kick-Ass 2 and had... Had a have at it. Well, we know um, what to do for episode three now. Yes, we do. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. So, Kingsman: The Secret Service. Now, I admit, even I was sceptical going sceptical. Yes, sceptical. Oh. I'm sceptical when I went to see it because everything good about the movie was counterbalanced by something looking bad. Yeah, I'll agree. Chief among which was I can't say his name. Taron Egerton, I believe you're looking for. Taron Egerton. Yes. Um, T egg. T-Egg. Keg, Keg. As we'll now refer to him now. Um, because he was playing what the son portrayed a Chavez being in 2007. Yeah, he was. It felt it felt old hat, like... that. No doubt that type of person, that type of stereotype still exists and has some vein of truth, but it felt like, you know... It felt like the son that wrote the movie. Like, they literally wrote the most stereotypical Chavez you can think of. Always wearing a snapback, stealing cars, speaks in slang and all this stuff and he's being put up against his um, polar opposite in Colin Firth and I thought this is just going to be a, your, your old fashioned True. odd couple type of deal now funnily enough um, the reason that I was worried for this movie wasn't for the portrayal of uh, of, the, of the, the lower working class if you will mm-hmm. it was the source material because this is one of the very few instances where I'd actually read the comic as it came out mm-hmm. uh, it was published in uh, Mark Millar's own um, weekly comic book omnibus thing called Clint Magazine, yep. and it started in there, and, and, I, and I read all six issues, and 
it it definitely suffered from the same problem that Kickass the comic had in that it's okay, it's a pretty cool idea, but it felt like it was begging to be made better. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, that's exactly what happened in both cases. Yeah. Well, having not read the comics, I can't really. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, isn't this? Because I believe Kickass was a fairly faithful retelling, toned down in some areas and stuff like that. Yeah. But this was kind of a in all but name. Basically, right. There okay. were there were certain segments and certain bits. Weirdly, some bits that correlated and some bits that didn't. Right. Um, but what was correlated was some bits weren't needed, but some bits were. Whereas with Kickass, it was like we're just going to take the story and change change yeah. it up so that it's more dramatic and cinematic, essentially. Yeah. Well, he has a. F- it seems to be the way that he's now writing comics for the sole purpose of having them turned into movies, essentially. Because um, it's, he, it's just pretty much just him and. Jonathan Ross's wife, Jane Goldman, yeah. um, getting into bed with Matthew Vaughan going, if I write this, will you make a film? Well, they're already working on another one because I was listening to a podcast the other day with the guy who's writing the first standalone Star Wars movie with um, Garth Edwards? I believe so. The, the Godzilla dude. The monster dude as well. Yeah. Um, and he said that after it... <laughs> Looking he's... forward to that film where we don't see Boba Fett until uh... the last five minutes. Mm-mm. Probably. They haven't actually said who it is yet, have they? It's going to be. And it's coming, out, it's coming out next year. Hmm. That's worrying that they haven't. Oh, we're going to have Fantastic Four in our hands. Uh, no. It's probably going to be Boba. They won't do Yoda this, this early. No, probably not. Oh, God, they're going to do a Yoda movie one day. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Okay, back on track. Sorry. Um, yeah, after he, now he's finished writing the standalone movie. Now it's in the bag. He's now doing another. He's writing Matthew. No, Matthew. Mark Miller's next one, which is about a superhero who's old. Yeah. He's like Flash Gordon, but if Flash Gordon aged and then had to go back and he's like 15 overweight. Which is really annoying because the one I do, the one of Mark Miller's works I do want to see turned to a film is Nemesis. Unfortunately, the late Tim Miller was working on that. Uh, so that's kind of dead in the water. Who's Tim Miller? He was a director that died recently. Um, oh. Which is a bit of a shame. Um, I, think it's, I think it's Tim Miller who's working on that. Mm. Anyway. I, I, th- I, I think I'm right. Feel free and correct me in the comments or whatever. Um... But yeah, that's a shame. Cause that's the one I wanted to see. Right. But we well, got Kickersman, and it's good. Not to be morbid or anything, but just because someone died doesn't mean that the, the gravity changes to keep moving. Because um, Michael Crichton, who wrote the Jurassic Park books, died between three and the new one, and it seemed like his death was going to mark the end. And then they were like, "No, we're going to have some more money." Um, well, true. Well, Jared, back on, Jared Leto was the joke. Yes. Um, back on point. Um, see, I I went in. Kind of, I was like, well, some of the action looks really cool. And Colin Firth being a badass, I thought that could be a fun idea. And it turns out it was. Yeah, it turns out it was probably. Uh, I know that it's only February, but my God, if it wasn't one of the best act, it probably is going to be one of the best action films this year, yes. I feel. I was worried that they, that Taron Egerton wasn't so much going to steal Teg. focus. Teg. Thing. Was No, Thegg's Thegg. my You're name. Thegg. No, he can be Teg. Um Yeah, I. I, I Presumed he was not so much going to steal the scene because that kind of implies that he's the best thing about it. I thought he was going to like hog the limelight and it'd be all about him. And you'd be like, can we not go spend some time with like the other cooler characters? But for the most part, this is Colin first movie. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And he is by far and away the best thing in this movie by a country mile. Easily. Now we're both going to say the same thing for our favourite part, I presume. Yeah, but the church. Yeah, but obviously we can't. We'll get into spoiler territory oh. later on and why that's cool. Okay, just take it from me. The, the only way this movie works better is if you see it as a sequel to The King's Speech. 
He overcame his speech impediment. <laughs> and then he kills everybody. Oh, wow. Because it, it, unbelievable that this man has not done an action movie before. It's his best, uh, in the words of uh, Mr. Sunday Movies, it's his best fight scenes in Bridget Jones 2. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? I mean, I shit kicking. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But Harry's not. Because Harry's not even been considered to play Bond at this point. He's I like. Know. Oh, no, he's a bit po-faced and a bit chub-chub to be, you know, a typical Bond, but... I think that's why it works in Kingsman, though. Because it is just... It, the characters respond in the same way that the audience does. It's, it's a, very much a case of, go home, Grandad. And then it's like, oh, and then and then stuff gets real. Pint glass! And it's brilliant. It's beautiful. Every scene he's in, he's the best thing about that movie, by far. Now, now on to Teg... I'm still of two minds about him. I'll be honest. Mm. Um, very early on into the movie, I was worried. Yes. By the middle of the movie, I wasn't. It was. It, it got to the point where he he went. He got to the spy academy, mm-hmm. and I think it was just after the first trial. I was like, okay, we might actually be in safe hands. And by the end, I was very much convinced that Ted can bring it. I, I, yeah. When I say I'm in two minds, is sometimes he would say something that would annoy me, but for the most part, I thought. Very charming. I think it felt like he was working against a bad character yeah. to do like a good performance. So like he was being hampered very early on by all the you know has to sort of like a, you know he's all ghetto. Oh, he's a gangster with a heart of gold, all that crap. But then yeah, once he gets to the academy and that type of stuff starts happening, some cliched stuff kind of happens. Yeah. In fact, the entire story is very cliche. I knew beat for beat this movie all the way through. No oh yeah, surprise, you know anything? Um, well, there was actually. There's one big surprise, but we'll come to that okay, later. Okay, there was one big surprise, yes, but um, other than that, pretty much beat for beat, I could tell you what was going to happen in this movie before I went into it. Um, but yeah, he was, that's the word I keep coming back to, he was very charming. Even though he was being, you know, Jack the Lad, a character I wouldn't like, in in general speak, he was he was entertaining, he was very good in the action scenes. Um, I, I, liked, I, I was very worried that he wouldn't be able to hold his own, being cast against Colin Firth, Mark Strong, Michael Caine... Mike Cocaine. Mike Cocaine. <laughs> you know it was? This film was was a Hiddleston and a Cumberbatch short of just, look at all these British people. <gasps> look at how British we are. <laughs> <laughs> but having... Well, yeah. Michael Caine's not in it much, admittedly. Yeah, well, yeah. I think he's only in three scenes. <laughs> and they're all in the same room. Um, actually, uh... Well, no, 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 no. He, there, there's one in the yes. next room. Uh, okay, yeah. He, he conveniently gets out of one chair, walks five feet, and sits ten again. Michael Caine didn't do much. Didn't have to do much for his paycheck in this one. Um, no. Yeah, Mark Strong, good. I love Mark Strong in this movie. Uh, I never understated. I, I rarely hear him do his his native Scottish, which is really nice. Oh, is that actually his accent? Yes, he is actually Scottish. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's very rare. It's a bit more put on for the film, but it's very rare you do hear him do his native voice. Well, I've only really do Americans and. English people and, and and rough British people and yeah Cockneys um, yeah Cockneys in a film filled with rough talking Cockneys he decided not to be a rough talking Cockney <laughs> I know um, a female lead I thought was fairly forgettable I I don't even know her name uh, it, it it's it comes to something where it was the fe- the the female um, villain uh, Gazelle I believe the name was the ca- of that character the spring leaded lady yeah 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 right. that that felt like she had more character and much more of a motivation yeah. than the one we're supposed to be cheering for which is a bit of a shame it's not to say she was bad she was just 
put up against a very difficult competition, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. She wasn't given much to be unique, up no, against a very unique... Not. Well, there wasn't much she unique... She had one in unique character. character, and that was, I'm scared of heights. Ah, God. Oh, no, heights. Uh, <laughs> uh, in a world where everyone is going to die, you're Hang scared on. of heights. I've just had a thought, right? Go on. Because she's... Uh, it's kind of... A bit... Actually, no, that's a bit plot... Twisty, spoilery. So we'll come to it later. Remind me of her later. Okay, we'll come to her. Let's come to Sam Jackson. Yeah, we have to talk about Sam Jackson. I'm I'm in two minds about Sam. Same. Um, in in the sense that this is not his typical role. No, which was good, but it was literally like shoving a cheese grater down my court. Not corneas. What are these called? Ear canals. (laughs) What are these called? Hair. Oh God! Say, what is this? <laughs> hair for ants? <laughs> That's all I can hear is Zoolander now. Thanks for that. What um, is this? A trailer for ants? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Let's ahead. not remind ourselves of Zoolander. Um, no, let's let's remind ourselves. <laughs> no, okay. Sam Jackson was just his voice was so annoying. So, so annoying. It It didn't lend anything to the character. No. That's what I had an issue with. It was was a choice made for the sole purpose of making him sound less intimidating to make him sound more intimidating. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, you know... He's a bit mental. Yeah, he's a bit mental and you doubt him and then, oh, he goes crazy. I I thought he was just miscast. I was like, I can't believe Samuel Jackson is a tech guy. Mm. You know what I mean? He he didn't strike me as like an internet mogul because they tend to be younger, not to be unfair to Sam Jackson. In the the comic, it was a very young white guy who was like... in, in, in with people like Ridley Scott and stuff like that, mm. and in I suppose in the comic it made a little bit more sense that say you know like at the start of the film where, was, where there was that random news exit like Iggy Azalea's gone missing. I'm like, oh, was, oh, is she gonna cameo? No, 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 I, I genuinely no, no, thought no, no, that. No, no. Luckily, it didn't happen. Um, but no, the the spin on it is that Sam Jackson wants to save all of the the rich, the wealthy, the powerful, the yeah, influential. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the comic, it's he wants to save all the people that are important to nerds. So he saves like cast of the Marvel movies and right. directors like Ridley Scott and Kevin Smith and stuff like that. Ah, okay, that makes more sense because... <coughs> I just, I just, Excuse I just, me. I didn't buy him as the tech guy. No. And it felt like Sam Jackson in Sam Jackson not giving a fuck mode, but for once he was on he was on film as opposed to off it, it felt like Sam Jackson being Sam Jackson as opposed to Sam Jackson being, you know, a character. Yeah. I am very aware that we're 15 minutes into the review and we've, we've talked about some, some other characters, but we've not actually talked about the plot. Well, because there's not much to the plot. It's a very over-the-top, yet simplistic... I know that seems like a contradiction, but it's... Well, we can do this quickly. Yeah. There is a secret agency, much... not You know, not unlike the double-O fucking service. Um, they're all posh. Colin Firth, for some reason... Oh, yeah, Colin Firth wants to give this kind of street kid a go because he has a high IQ and all sorts of stuff because his dad saved him. That's not really a spoiler, is it? it happened no, this happened minutes. in the first ten minutes. Um, yeah, he, his dad saved Colin Firth, so he wants to repay the favour. Uh, and, of course, it's your typical, oh, he's a Jack the Lad amongst the posh people, and they don't like him very much. Um, and then uh, Sam Jackson is internet mogul. He wants to save everybody influential, and he wants to basically eradicate. Basically, he just wants to start evolution over again and just, you know, Noah's Ark, the planet again, yeah. which he does through cell phones. 
Yeah. Ugh, cell phones, mobile phones. Ugh. No, but the, that, that's the weird, the weird plot. And again, this is actually something they just one for one in the comics. The whole um, SIM cards that emit a frequency that triggers a primal state within people. I don't know whether that's a spoiler. I'm fairly certain it might be in the trailer. Hmm. But... Um, I'll well, be honest, it's, the, it's a plot line that doesn't come to fruition until the last half. The of world movie. gone to shit is yeah. in the movie, so. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, well, that's, that's, the plot was probably my least favorite thing, but for once I was like, it's okay. It's just a, I don't care. That it's kind of a, just a device to get us from action set piece to action set piece. I think the that's action the thing. set piece was so good. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the plot was sort of like a was the plot was a canvas for which um, Matthew Vaughan could shoehorn in his style. Of action, and my god, has that guy got a like an eye for action scenes? Incredible work, incredible. Like, the choreography alone, which I'm assuming he has some part in because of how good uh, Kickass was as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll put it this way: here's this is the very <laughs> first here's this is the very first time you will hear me talk about Guardians in a disparaging tone. We get it, Michael. You don't like the Guardian? I know this is weird, right? Go on. Think about the fight scenes in the Guardians. How many cuts were in those fight scenes? A lot of them. And now look at Kingsman, where it's pretty much done in all in one shot. Incredible choreography. The church scene in particular. Holy crap, the church scene. If there's three cutaways in that sequence, I'd be amazed. In fact, one of them is to show a different character in a different part of the world. Yeah. Apart from that, it's all on the same plane. And it's so rewarding. It's so, so very, 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 very good. Matthew Vaughan, please continue to make action movies or come back to the X-Men or something because that would be incredible. Why doesn't he come back to the X-Men? Singer's got it. Singer's got it, but I'd like to see Matthew Vaughan do his style of action in the X-Men because First Class didn't have all of that. And let's not, let's we not forget the First Class saved the franchise, you know, just as a diverting down the X-Men route. Um, also, he's also fantastic with soundtracks. Again, this film has one of those soundtracks which just perfectly suits I could do without bonkers because you can always do without bonkers you can always do without bonkers but in terms of setting up a character it did work I'll give you that yes I, um, do, I didn't say I liked the music I said it perfectly <laughs> it fit worked. yeah it you worked like it. Um, I can't think of any um, any other songs from it though that's the only problem I have um, oh the church scene had Freebird. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. That yeah. was that was. I can so see. Good. I can see. Very different. And I believe there was a Dire Straits song during the other uh, fight uh, scene as well. That was that was awesome. You don't need Dire Straits. Okay. Can we get into spoilers now? Uh. Okay. Well, we're twenty minutes in. So. Well, we can give a quick verdict now for anyone who wants to uh, jump off at this juncture. Yeah. Sure. I really liked it. Solid four out of five. It, possibly going to go down. There's a lot of competition this year going forward for what can beat it in terms of action scenes. But I would be amazed if anything beats the church scene. Absolutely amazed. If even Star Wars can beat that scene. My God, it's glorious. You know what You know what I'll say? This is as close to a British raid movie you're going to get. Yes. And that is amazing. I want to see... Like, um, when, when Mark Miller was talking about his next collaboration with Matthew Vaughan and the fact that it mentioned another another comic, like mm. a different comic and not more of more of Kingsman I was a little bit disheartened because even though the comic is one of the most bland things ever the movie's incredible and by god if there's one film you're going to support in the early months of this year make it Kingsman because it's excellent I want a sequel because I do think they'd then be able to go out to all the previous Bonds and go do you want a cameo in this movie and they'd all say yes you know Pierce would be down for this shit oh hell yeah Pierce wait are all the Bonds alive guess who's in the comic actually He's Pierce Brosnan in the yeah, comic. There's, there's yeah, a scene where, um, the, there's a scene where T-Egg, 
he, obviously he's still Egg. called still called Gary in the in the comic as yes. he's in the film. Oh, Eggy, Eggy, as well. yeah, that yeah, yeah. Tip. That's not in the comic. Um, he hands a gun to somebody he's just saved from um, from who is Valentine in in the comic. He's not called Valentine in the comic. Um, he says, "You know, to work one of these." And it's it's just it's just a drawing of Piers Brosnan's like son. I was born for like X fucking years, and then he cocks the gun. It's so good. Make that, that happen. Look, I've just checked because I thought one of them was dead. All six Bonds are alive. Wow. So they could all. I thought George Lazenby was dead. Ah. He's not. Um, Hang on. So George Sean Connery. Con- Connery Moore, Lazenby, um, T. Dalt, T. Dalt, Brosnan, Brosnan and Craig. And Craig They're yeah. also going. They could get all six bonds. That would be so good. Craig's probably going to be the push, but can you? They don't need to be bond, or even like they could just turn up yeah. and just have a little snide comment here, and I'd be like, "This is the best thing." Ever. Also, one last closing thing before we get into spoiler territory. Mark Hamill's in this movie. Oh yeah, Mark Hamill's in this movie. And and more importantly, I laughed my ass off when everyone was looking at me weird because in the first scene in the comic, it's not this professor they kidnapped. It's Mark Hamill. What? So literally, literally, like the the first couple of scenes, he's like they rescue him, but then he dies in ah. in the comic, and like the line is, "Don't laugh, don't fucking laugh." The boss is gonna be really pissed that we lost Mark Hamill. It's like that, yeah. And then like when Mark Hamill's like, "Oh my god," but it turns out he's not. I did I not was playing like, himself. I did take me a while to clock on because he's a bit hefty and hairier than the last time I saw him because he hasn't done anything. Since. Star Wars Seven's gonna look weird, isn't it? Oh, it's gonna look so odd. <laughs> so goddamn odd. But I was like. And he's like one of the ones where you like lean into the screen going, Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> <laughs> was there any other cameos I'm forgetting about? I feel like there's one and I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. I'm fairly yeah, certain that was the matter. big one. Anyway, time for spoiler territory. If you don't wish to be spoiled about any further plot points of this movie, uh, now's the time to turn off. Just know that we really recommend you go and see Kingsman. Really? It isn't out in America yet, I don't think. Oh, is it not? I think it's this week or next week. It's soon, anyway, if it isn't come out already. I could not implore you more to go and check this movie out. The best, like, old school Bond movie since the old school Bond movies. Yeah, easily. This is This is the Pierce Brosnan's, you know, this is a love letter to the Pierce Brosnan but, Bond movies. Whilst the film might tell you this is not one of those movies, this is one of those, this movies. Is one of those movies. It's so good. Go watch it. Go okay. watch it. Spoiler. Spoiler time. That fucking scene. Oh my god. Oh. So. So good. Okay, now every now you've joined us after presumably watching the movie. The scene where Valentine sends the entire hate church into a bloody rage. Kicked off by one of the best quotes ever. <laughs> when he's talking to the Christian woman. Yes. And yeah, he yeah. says, uh, it's like, me and my um, gay black partner. <laughs> gay black partner going in, like. We're going to adopt a Chinese baby. Um, and indulge in some anal intercourse. Anal like intercourse that. when he gets off work from the military abortion clinic. Yeah. So, how Satan? And how nice to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even I thought. Well, that's probably going to be the best part of this scene. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, I can't oh. change this. Oh, my God. Literally. Literally one of the best fights put to film. So good. Easily. So like I said, good. if there's three cuts away, it's one of the only few times I've ever been very annoyed that I'm seeing Samuel fact, Jackson. I'm I, like, yes, go away, Samuel! In fact, I can name those three cuts. One where Sam Jackson's going, I really don't want to watch this. One where Mark Strong's going, what the fuck are you doing? And one where T-Egg's going, equally, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that's a bad Because, like, the, the point I think is that... A, I feel like there's another Sam Jackson one where he goes back to look at the camera. I can't remember. Either way, the, the actual fight itself... Looks, it's so well choreographed. Basically, if well, if you're listening for the spoilers and you haven't watched the movie, basically Colin Firth 
Like the, the the phone sets everybody into the, like, the anger age. Now he's a fully trained agent. He's against hillbillies in Alabama, and he just plows through them. He's just capping everybody. And at the end, it's just like Colin Firth drenched in blood, knackered in front of a destroyed <laughs> church with about forty people all dead, and he's Thanks killed every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> just like this is it's this is so... better than the kick-ass hit girl infrared. Shooting one. I didn't think I'd ever say that sentence because I love that goddamn thing. It's, it admittedly doesn't have as cool as the Hal Satan line is. I still prefer. You switch to Robert. Robert. The Crimson Knight. Which is just I never Nicholas Cage overacting. Yeah. And he's just ah. Uh, anyway, we're not going to talk about that scene because we can get lost for hours. But yeah, that scene, the scene at the end in in um, Sam Jackson's compound wasn't that good. Like not compared, wasn't that good. compared okay, to the, ter- it was still awesome, but it compared, the like, they blew the load with the church scene because Jesus yeah. Christ, it was good. I was sitting there with one of the biggest smiles on my faces I've had mm-hmm. watching a film in a long time, and so and, and even good. then it was mixing in like the good the good thing about it, all the action scenes do mixing comedy like. My favourite bit was when, like, um, he was out of rounds, so he clonked the guy over the back of the head with a gun, took an axe off him. Cleaved the one guy, threw it back to another guy, killed somebody with with something else, and then picked the axe back up again. I was like, yes! It pleased me. Now, the the one thing that I think is going to irk Americans. Yes. Do you know the bit when he's in the compound at the end? Yeah. And he's kind of wedged up against the jail door. They're closing in, they're closing on Mark Strong. He said, have you still got the, the, the radio frequency for the chips that blows everyone's head up? And he's like... Yes, I do. <laughs> this is the time. And every now that scene again, glorious. <laughs> it's great. But did you notice that the president was black and had shaved hair? Yeah. They killed Obama with a blue like nuclear flame. That's only going to head. work fifty no forty nine percent. That's not too bad. Oh. It's, it's less than half. It's, <laughs> so, so yeah, they got that glorious scene. That was like when the over the top was good. Sometimes the over the top was well, a bit like didn't the didn't want didn't the American national anthem play during that? I'm sure it did, because it was like the fireworks are off and dun, 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 dun. That's the Land of Hope dun. and Glory, that's not... That's that's still an American thing, isn't it? No, Land of Hope and Glory is ours. It should be a national anthem, but it's not. Didn't they no, steal it? Uh, no, Land of Hope and Glory is ours. The American one is... Um, um, oh, say... Oh, yeah, okay, so I'm a moron. Yes, you are. Yeah. Um, I love a Land of Hope and Glory. It's so much better than a droll, depressing... True. Land of Hope <laughs> this is getting a weird tangent. <laughs> By the end of the podcast, we'll just be linked in arms. And did those feet <laughs> in ancient times? <laughs> Beautiful. Um, again, you struggle to think of bad things other than I really. Right, I didn't like Samuel Jackson. His little quirks, like buying the McDonald's and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, actually, that's one thing I really didn't like about this movie: product placement. Oh god, yes, it was everywhere. <laughs> Like yeah. the the wall full of the sun articles, having a tray where where weirdly the um, the carton of McDonald's fries had been tilted so that the M was in every shot. Yeah. The fucking Samsung phones. As a man who has a Samsung phone and a Samsung tablet, <laughs> apparently everyone on the planet also has a Samsung phone I or a Samsung tablet. Samsung Good God, that was so in your face. Yeah, it was. Um. It was like he didn't even try to be subtle. I think that's that's the problem. Well, subtlety went out the window very early on in this. Well, movie. yes, but I, I suppose. But I was... think that's part of its charm. It's kind of the Matthew Vaughan charm in general because, 
when X-Men First Class is your most restrained movie, something, well, yeah. something's uh, up with that. Um, but oh, yeah, I... Can we talk very quickly about the ending? What ending? The ending of the movie. What happens? Oh, when he, when he becomes yeah, the be- agent and he goes back to the pub. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to me, this is probably one of the few movies that actually ends in anal sex. Oh, yes, I forgot about the anal sex. <laughs> yeah! Didn't expect that since going If you save world, can we, we can do it in the asshole. I'll be right I'll back. I'll be right back. <laughs> Oh, now, no. now, now, hear me out. I have an improved version of that ending. Go on. It, keep it exactly the same. But you know how Mark Strong has given him advice in his ear the entire time? Yeah. He doesn't take the earpiece out. And it's just. It, as he goes into. And Mark Strong sees on the screen. Let's get to work. <laughs> Spit on it first, lad. Come on. Okay, that would have been better. <laughs> um, Don't say that you wouldn't like to at least hear Mark Strong's sexual advice for Taron Edgerton. Yes. I will admit it's one of the few times I've ever been wrong with my they're gonna fuck call because I thought him and the the lady oh yeah. yes the lady I need to bring my pop one to bear her Roxy yes did they even kiss each other I don't think they do no they didn't see I was Which like was welcome I suppose because it would have felt forced because we've both done media studies you can usually tell who yeah they're gonna fuck and I like to call <laughs> it as early as possible in that um, voice in, this, in the exact, exact voice you need to talk in a normal sentence and say well I think they're gonna fuck um, <laughs> which is really weird when you go out and see a Disney movie <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, you, you, you were there during Tangled going, hmm, they're gonna fuck. Not an hour ago, I was stood in Tesco, waiting patient for the woman to go and stop check the thing I'd asked for. I looked over and Lion King was playing, the bit where Simba and the woman are rolling down the hill, <laughs> and she just the doomy eyes, and I went, no one stood around me, I actually went, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> So this is not me making this up. And I this do is this. why you're not allowed in Albury Tesco's exactly. anymore. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I got that call on yet. About the woman, I think we can wrap up now because we yeah. just go see this movie. It's goddamn fantastic. But now, the one thing, the only thing they establish. Oh, just quickly, whilst, whilst it's in, the bit with the dog. Because, oh, oh, yeah. I brought him home and now he stares at me when I shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I did like the whole getting <laughs> that line, actually, yeah. I did like when they got the puppies and they just kind of like, Pug, interesting toy, choice. That's a bulldog, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. it's a, so he's stuck with this little pug. <laughs> shoot the dog. I was like, my cocaine? <laughs> yeah, my cocaine's asking heel to turn. shoot the dog. Heel turn, heel turn. Um, oh, also, very quickly. Be, uh, uh, oh, yeah, the my cocaine heel, my cocaine heel turn. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. As he went from a gentleman, then you fucking little prick. He literally just went... Yeah, I see your point, bad guy. I'm going to change my entire lifelong philosophy. Good point. <laughs> Thanks, Samuel so, L. Jackson. That took a lot of convincing. <laughs> way, way to stay strong to the cause there, um, Mike O'Kane. Oh, God, that was funny. Uh, woman, yes. Actually, very quickly. Okay, make your point because the, right. we have one last the thing woman, to cover. The only thing they establish about the girl is that she's terrified of heights. Yeah, that's it. And that she's the only one of the two that are remaining of the Kingsman agent that's actually a Kingsman agent fully trained. So why in the name of Christ? I know why, because of story and you want your main character to do the main stuff. But, logically, wouldn't he have gone in the space suit, and gone up and, gone think, the and then she gone and done the mission? She's more qualified than him to go and do the mission. And he's not terrified of heights. True. They kind of skipped I, I did think that. I was like, hang on. Like, although I did get very disappointed. When there's like big bits of yellow metal in a bag and someone goes, what's this? I go, it's a mech, it's a mech, it's a mech. If that film would have had a mech, I, I would have been, I would have, there would have been just jizz flying everywhere. <laughs> I mean, like, one of the best action sequences, two Freebird and then a big robot. Yeah, yeah. I'm up for that. 
I still don't think she's going to beat the ending of Kick-Ass, which is one of my favourite ends ever. When oh, he flies from the yeah, jetpack. Yeah, yeah. So like, I just still remember the feeling I had, like, oh, jetpacks are cool. Then the miniguns flip over. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh what? <laughs> I love. Well, there's a question for us. Oh, what was your point you wanted to... Um, the, the the big surprise. What was what was the one big turning point? Which obviously oh, for yeah. obviously for me, reading the comic, it wasn't. But for everybody else, Colin like, Firth's dead. Yeah, it's the it's the fact that it just happened so quickly. It's like it's just you know in those this is what can be like one of those bomb movies where I tell you my plan and I'm fucking just gonna shoot him. It's like oh okay. I was a bit like he's just a little shot. He's still good. He's still good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought no, he's dead. He ain't There's back. a Simpsons quote for everything. There really is. I saw uh, maybe they can bring. That's where Pierce could come in. Pierce could just be his replacement because I don't think the dynamic would work. I don't think this movie would have worked in general without Colin Firth. He was, as much as we praise in the movie, he's the MVP. He's the star striker. True, but you, you can't say there wasn't at least a little bit of a, of a oh, feeling in the gut when at the very end where Taraj to mimics the manners. Yes, 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 yes. No, Matt. That, was, that was a beautiful was like, bit of circle booking. Oh. Very good. <laughs> now, to end, we're going to ask a, a, a question that I've only just thought of I need to ask myself. Okay. Kick-Ass yep. or Kingsman? I have a very, very soft spot for Kick-Ass, but Kingsman was brilliant. Kingsman kind of felt like the logical progression... Oh, excuse me. The logical progression of where Matthew Vaughan's going as a director mm-hmm. because the action scenes are just getting better and better. They are. However, Kick-Ass is based around superheroes, and I'll be damned if I'm not swayed by costumes. See, I'm, I'm with you, but just because... I think Kick-Ass is still technically in my top ten movies of all time. It's still up there for me as well. Because as much as I do think the church scene trumps anything in that movie, I have almost literally zero problems with Kick-Ass. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing about it. Whereas there were a few things in Kingsman that didn't by any means ruin the movie, but I was like... You could have done this. You could have left it Firth. Why does he always have to kill off like the the back? Because I just thought Nick Cage dies in the yeah, game. Connie Firth dies in this one. If you're like a big name actor that's all over the poster, be worried. <laughs> if you're not teenage, in somewhere in a room, Benedict Cumberbatch is sitting down, and Matthew Vaughan walks in. I've got a role for you. Fuck it, I'll die in the first act. <laughs> I've got too much shit on you. You have to kill me anyway. <laughs> I've got to be in two scenes. Do you reckon that was the my cocaine problem? He had. He was in a lot more. He was like, shit. We've only got him for this one day. How many rooms you got built? Two. Fuck. Shoot the dog. Shoot the dog. I knew it was surprising. The okay, Michael. It's a bit high pitched, but yeah, <laughs> Michael Kane Michael on Kane. helium. <laughs> Shoot the dog. <laughs> no, I'm losing now. Losing now. Well, yes, yeah, so go watch Kingsman Secret Service. It's brilliant. It's so good. And tune into disagreements is when we have to have an argument about Kickass Two because it will happen and sparks will fly. And I will win. Thank you very much for listening to Pop Scorn. Uh, you can go and check Darren out at thegutterslog.co.uk. Yes, I didn't want to get it right. I knew it had the the. It has the the. Um, we've been building a lot of traction over at Falentertainment.com. A lot bragging. of a lot of cool new stuff, including the uh, pre-alpha demo of Fal Fantasy, which I do want to do a quick cheeky little plug for. Go for it. Going very well. Um, the response has been fantastic. Thank you very much. If you have played the demo, if you haven't, go and try it out. If you enjoy old school RPGs, um, I promise that every play will make Darren a little bit better and stop him from dying. It will. Thank you. Yes, I have been ill. Keep it tuned to Twitter at FowlyNT. You can also go and check out our two other Twitter accounts, which is at Jerry Foul Fantasy and at Uncle Tone, because they are two characters in the game. Oh, I did wonder. Yeah, they, um... they do like. Um, 
Uh, tweets in character, they're very good. They're very, very good, very funny. <laughs> For my own opinion. I don't um, I don't run them, but they're very funny. Oh, okay. Um, um, but yeah, facebook.com forward slash foulentertainment, foulentertainment.com. Thank you very much, and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>